Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Today's solo episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about resting and resetting my 2022 summer reading list that I put together and um, how to stay eating healthy and nutritious for yourself, your family, your kids during the summer months coming from a holistic health coach. I will be talking about how not to label foods bad, quotation marks, or good. So at the beginning of May, myself, my husband, and my youngest got COVID. I had envisioned this is how my quarantine would go. My usual wake-up time, which is 4 a.m., meditate, EFT, tapping, warm water with lemon, do some work, read, clean and organize the whole house, steam clean all the carpets, deep clean everything, you know, the blinds, the baseboards, everything, ceiling fans, get caught up on all my laundry, more work, and work out. What things actually looked like, woke up an hour later, I did some work, I listened to podcasts, I scrolled through social media, I watched the Kardashians on Hulu, work, I didn't do warm water with lemons because I couldn't taste. I did laundry and folded clothes. I cleaned. I ran my oldest around to her activities in school because she did not have COVID. And you're allowed to do that um, if she doesn't have COVID. And then uh, what else? I cleaned. Um, I had a lot of creativity, so I did some writing, and I ordered groceries from Instacart and food from Uber Eats a lot. So I think these past two years tells should tell us some things. Like things don't always go as planned, but we can accept that. You can accept what you can and cannot control. In my most recent case, I didn't realize I would actually feel sick and actually need to rest. We could learn to adapt. So ad- adaptation is key when things don't go according to your plan. Letting go of control takes a lot less energy and effort than trying to control everything. So I'm not saying like stop planning, um, but I'm saying we need to be more flexible and able to adjust better. We don't, so we don't get so attached to an outcome and are more adaptable. This can help towards personal growth too. So when we grow, we're able to realize we are no longer able to control every single thing in our lives. You are able to get more in touch and be present. We can only live in the present. I know easier said than done, right? I thought I wouldn't feel so sick, but I did, and I had to listen to what I needed. We can use this in all areas of our lives too, How on how to stay positive and adjust when things 
don't go as we planned. <clears throat> Things that help. Breath work. Practicing breathing exercises helps regulate your nervous system and calms you. Get grounded. Practice meditation or go outside barefoot and let your feet sink into the earth. This is called grounding. Hydrate always. Keep yourself hydrated. Practice gratitude. Focus on the things that are going right and celebrate your wins. You can do an easy gratitude journal. I have a free gratitude PDF you can use. You can just email me or message me and I will send you the PDF and you can print out how many you want. It has a spot for daily affirmations. Today you look forward to. Um, and then you go through it again at night at bedtime and you put what am I grateful for that day what was my success or what what were my wins today and the most wonderful thing that happened to me today was um, review your goals and plans what is one thing you can do right now identify what you can cross off your list now and go for it and of course rest and reset sometimes you really need to rest then you can reset and you could go for that goal again. So since um, getting COVID, so it was like over a month ago, um, three weeks post COVID, maybe it was two weeks post COVID. I actually, oh, my dogs are going to bark. So two weeks post COVID, I was diagnosed with post COVID pleurisy and pneumonia. And my first thought was, I don't have time for this. Um, I don't have time to feel worse, to rest, um, but sometimes you have to, and that is your body saying, you know what, slow down, take care of yourself. Um, this quote really sunk in. If you do not make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. That just really sunk in. So I scheduled a Reiki session with my, one of my yoga mentors, and she uh helped me do some energy work and release some built up things going on. I realized I needed to enforce my boundaries. I needed better boundaries and then to enforce them and stick to them with um, people. Uh, I needed um, to see why I have a problem with resting. Why do I have a problem asking for, with help for things. Why can't I rest? Why do I need to feel like I have to do everything? Because that's something um, that I need to look within. So started meditating and journaling on that. And um, just know you need rest. Always rest. Boundaries. Huge, huge, Huge important things. So now let's get on to my 2022 summer reading list. These are books um, that I have read my, this year, this past year. Well, not 2022, but I guess, yeah, within the year. So I compiled a list of my favorite books I have read within this year. Some I have read again, and some are not new but they're new to me that I have just read this year. So personal development. My top two choices in this genre are The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins, Happy Days by Gabrielle Bernstein. 
The next genre is yoga and meditation, health and wellness. This is Life Force by Tony Robbins, The Pagan Diet by Mark Hyman, and Manifesting Through Meditation by Cassandra Budzak. Memoir, When Breath Becomes Air by Paul Calanthay. Biography, Going There by Katie Couric. Greenlights by Matthew McConaughey. If you are trying to become more creative or you're a writer or an artist in that kind of area, I have three books. It is The Artist's Way by Julia Carmen, Cameron, sorry, Elizabeth, oh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and The Creativity Gene by Rose Gabler. My top choice for fiction is Apples Never Fall by Lainey Morardi. My top three choices for parenting are Parenting Without Power Struggles by Susan Stiefelman, How to Stop Losing Your Shit with Your Kids by Carla Neumberg, and Raising Good Humans by Hunter Clark Fields. I have three choices, my top picks for miscellaneous. The one first genre is beginner meditation. If you're someone new to meditation and you want to start meditating, I highly recommend 10% Happier by Dan Harris. If you need like a self-help book to help yourself, you do not have to be a mom. Uh, it might be seem a little tricky because the word mom is in the title. But if you need to learn how to set boundaries and take care of yourself, I highly recommend Dying to Be a Good Mom by Heather Chauvin. And a cookbook, um, Sometimes Vegan by Jessica Seinfeld. I highly recommend these, all these choices of books to read this summer. If you have suggestions, please let me know. I am open to all suggestions and I love reading and I like hearing what my listeners and followers are reading. Right now we're gonna take a short, quick break from my sponsor. How to keep yourself, your family, your kids, eating wholesome, nutritious, quality food this summer and staying active. I mean, it, it's easier, I think, to keep kids active in the summer, but sometimes it's not. You know, they might be inside on video games or phones or devices all day. But here are my uh, top ways. So first of all, I want to talk about food. Food is not labeled good or bad. Food is food. Some foods provide more nourishment than others, and that's okay. However, just because a food does not provide any, provide, I guess, as much nutrition as other foods, it doesn't make it bad. It's simply less nutritious, and we have to start saying that. Labeling foods as bad uh, can make them feel like they're forbidden, and then they're exciting, and it makes us want it more. Also, labeling foods as bad and being restrictive towards kids, they will develop uh, an unhealthy relationship with food, and if you're too controlling with food, they will binge at some point when they leave your house and you're really teaching them to have an extremely unhealthy relationship and view food as unhealthy. And this can be very detrimental down the road later in life. 
um, acting as food police, you know? It's not really, well, acting as food police is not my role as a holistic health coach because nutrition is not black or white. You know, what works for one person isn't going to work for another. That's why I never like promote one type of eating. I I tell you how I eat. I'm plant-based, but I'm not going to throw that onto someone else because that might not work. And I believe we don't, we shouldn't do this for our kids and family either. In the summer months, you might be traveling more, so you might grab for quick sugary snacks. You know, once in a while, that's okay. Fast food, once in a while, it's okay. But don't say fast food's so gross, it's bad for you. You know, I try to say, like, it doesn't, it it can hurt our organs. It's not good for our heart. It's not good for our arteries. It can make us feel sluggish and slow, and it hurts our stomach. You know, things like that. Um so when something is on a pedestal, a few things happen. Like you may want to, to eat it more since it feels off limits. That's, this is just with ourself, not with our kids, you know? Um, so what can we do instead? I know it's easier said than done, but consider like having healthy foods around in the house, in the pantry, in the fridge, Always set out fruit when kids are like playing in one area, have fruit or vegetables on the kitchen table, healthy options on hand. Um, Maintain a daily meal routine for yourself and kids. While there might be more flexibility in the summer months, encourage kids to still eat their three meals a day, one to three small healthy snacks per day. Keep healthy choices in your house. Have regular family meals at dinner time or maybe Sunday nights. Serve a variety of healthy foods and snacks. Be a role model by eating healthy yourself. Avoid battles over food. And involve the kids in the process. You know, ask them to pick out a meal they want for dinner. Give them cookbooks and recipes to go through. And come grocery shopping so they can pick out foods to cook dinner or lunch or even breakfast with, um, lead by example. Um, I already said that one. <laughs> and then tips for keeping kids active during the summer months. So at some places where you live, it depends because like if you're like in Arizona or like Palm Springs, California, it is going to be insanely hot, like in the hundreds and you, it might be hard to get outside, um, too hot, maybe kids, are a lot of kids still are in sports but you know they there are just not wanting to do things or if you're working and they're staying home they're not gonna go on bike rides themselves maybe they're not old enough but they're old enough to stay at home but not if you're working I don't know so you want to lead by example and not again you don't want to treat exercise as a punishment not Oh, I overate this weekend, so I need to, like, run five miles on Monday. No, exercise is a way to de-stress. It helps boost our mood. It helps with our heart. It helps with our mind. It helps with our emotions. It brings us energy, and that's also how you should look at food. Some foods make you more energetic and feel healthier, and other foods might, like, hurt your stomach or you know, they affect your moods or they make you break out or, you know, view it like that. Um, 
sports, you know, sports aren't for everyone, but you can try to make it fun. Make chores fun for your kids this summer. Also, um, limit screen time. You can limit screen and phone time, TV time. Try something new, even for yourself and for your kids. Go hiking, take up golf, something that you guys could do together that is new for all of you. So these are just some ways to still live with ease and grace and take care of yourself healthy and nutritiously without restricting. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. You can find me on Instagram at Fit, Fun, and Frazzled Podcast and also my health and wellness and holistic health coaching page at NikkiLanigan.yoga and wellness. You could find my YouTube channel, just search Nikki Lanigan Yoga. And always remember to take care of yourself, check in with yourself, schedule time for yourself. As always, have a great week. Stay healthy, stay kind. Thanks.